Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. Today is the 13th of May, 2021. Thank you so much for tuning in. Got a cool little uh, show lined up today. Shout out Stevie Wonder. It's his birthday today. He's 71. One of the goats when it comes to making the music stuff and pretending to be blind. That's a conspiracy, you know. There's people who believe that Stevie Wonder isn't even really blind and he's just putting on an act. So, we'll never know. Who knows, man? Anyways, I went to Walmart yesterday. Unfortunately, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes. And just something that I've noticed in my last couple visits to big stores like that is uh, people are getting sick of the mask. I'm I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing more and more people not wearing the mask, which is encouraging. And it makes sense when you have entire states, entire countries that where you don't have to wear the mask. And, uh, you know, it's just it's bullshit. Why are we still doing this? And it's going to continue as long as people keep going along with it and obeying it. And you see a lot of people who do the half mask, like the nose hanging out. And it's like, why even wear it? You know, they got it down around their chin, walking around. And it's just for the for the image, I guess, to to show that they have the mask, even though they're not using it properly. So what's the point? Just take it off. If you're not going to wear it, don't wear it. That's what I think. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see how much longer it goes on for. I have a feeling that they're going to let us have a little breathing room over the summertime because traditionally that's when the flu doesn't really affect too many people. And then when it comes back during the fall, they're going to blame it on COVID, say it's some sort of new variant. And most of all, they're going to blame the anti-vaxxers and the anti-maskers, but mostly the anti-vaxxers. Uh, because, you know, these assholes are, are the reason why everyone's sick, because they're spreading along the disease, and uh, they'll be a good scapegoat, and that'll be another ploy used to divide the public from one another. Uh, they're going to blame it on Republicans, probably Trump supporters, QAnon people, whatever the fuck. That's what I see happening. I I, I see that. <laughs> I hope not, but realistically, that, that seems like a, a good thing to do for their... So it seems like a page right out of their playbook, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, we'll have to see how the the wildfires play into that too, because we're coming up to that season as well. We didn't have much snow or rain this year in the Sierra Nevadas, but there was a little bit. So we'll see how the fires are. I don't know. You know, there's going to be some. They've been fucking crazy lately, uh, the the past five years or so. Uh, hopefully, we don't have another incident like. Well, like what happened in Paradise and then everything that happened in Oregon and stuff last year, it's just atrocious people being burned in their homes and their cars and stuff. And that's no good. We don't want that. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, So, yeah, people are sick of the masks. Maybe they'll lift some of the mandates in some cities or or, um, states. I know they're already doing it. They haven't done it in Nevada. I don't think they'll ever do it in California. You'll probably never be able to show your face again in that state. Uh, I think Ohio, Ohio governor lifted the COVID mandates. And he's using the federal funds, 
using taxpayer dollars to do <laughs> to do a million dollar lottery style drawing for vaccine recipients. So if you get the vaccine, you'll be entered in a lottery to win a million dollars. Sounds like they're getting pretty desperate, huh? A lot of bribery going on. First thing you saw was uh, donuts. You get a free donut if you get the vaccine. Uh, then other companies started hopping on board. Uh, they're like, you get a free beer or something. Local businesses were doing things like that. Um, another thing I saw was joints for jabs. You get a free pre-roll joint from from a fucking dispensary if you get the vaccine. And uh, that one was targeted on our uh, black and brown communities, as they like to say in the racist news. Because they're just racist as fuck, man. I don't know why they're, they're focusing on certain demographics. Uh, it's almost like they want... They want certain people to get it, and, uh, you know, if you know your history, you know about the Tuskegee experiments, Uh, if you're a a black person, you might be a little hesitant to get any vaccination or inoculation of any kind uh, that the government is trying to manipulate you into getting, because, of course, the Tuskegee experiment is when they intentionally infected uh, a bunch of people in the South with syphilis. And they gave it to them, and they knew they were doing it, and they were just experimenting on them. It's fucked up. Uh, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of well-documented accounts of the government experimenting on its own citizenry. And that goes across the world. It's not just the American government that does that. It's pretty much every government uses their own citizens as... Well, they use them as a paycheck. First of all, they they extort money out of them, but they also use them to experiment on and to do all these fucked up things. But in Ohio, if you get the vaccine, you can get a million dollars. We'll see what what pans out from that. That'd be funny if uh, the guy who wins that or girl, they're like going to get it and then they die because of the vaccine. But it's safe and effective, they tell us, so... (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. It's just very strange that they're going to this length to uh, try to coax people into getting it. And um, if you look on the news, just they, they pull out every trick in the book, every marketing tactic. They're especially concerned with, with getting minorities to take it. And uh, it's just it's very suspicious. Anybody with a brain should be suspicious of this. But I sound like a broken record, right? Uh, today is the anniversary. Not only is it Stevie Wonder's birthday, but it's also the anniversary of the May 13th, 1985 move bombing in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, if you've never heard of this, this happened back in 1985 in Philly. Uh, the Philadelphia Police Department actually bombed a residential home. They bombed like a whole neighborhood. They bombed one home and then the rest of the fucking houses caught on fire. Um, so yeah, the Philadelphia Police Department bombed a residential neighborhood, I'm sorry, a residential home occupied by the militant black anarcho-primitivist group MOVE, and the Philadelphia Fire Department let the subsequent fire burn out of control following a standoff and firefight. Five children and six adults were killed, 61 homes were burned to the ground over two city blocks, so that was... The police department blowing up a home in Philadelphia and then letting the entire neighborhood burn to the ground. And these are the people who want you to take their vaccination, right? Um, 
I'll, I'll give you a little bit of background and a little bit about the event, what took place, because it's pretty crazy. Most people don't even know this took place. Um, similar events would be like the Waco, Waco siege. More people died in that. Um, but this is n- nothing new. The, the police or the FBI killing their own citizens, regular civilians. Um, no trial or anything like that. You just kill them. So in 1981, MOVE, which is the name of this uh, group, the black anarcho-primitivist group, uh, they moved to a row house at 6221 Osage Avenue in the Cobbs Creek area of West Philly. Neighbors complained to the city for years about trash around their building, confrontations with neighbors, and bullhorn announcements of political messages by MOVE members. The bullhorn was broken and inoperable for three weeks prior to the police bombing of the Roe House. The police obtained arrest warrants in 1985 charging four move occupants with crimes including parole violations, contempt of court, illegal possession of firearms, and making terrorist threats. Mayor Wilson Good and Police Commissioner Gregor J. Sambor classified move as a terrorist organization. Police evacuated residents of the area of the neighborhood prior to their action. Residents were told that they'd be able to return to their homes after a 24-hour period. But on Monday, May 13, 1985, nearly 500 police officers, along with city manager Leo Brooks, arrived in force and attempted to clear the building and execute arrest warrants. Water and electricity were shut off in order to force MOVE members out of the house. Commissioner Sambor read a long speech addressed to MOVE members that started with, Attention MOVE! This is America! You have to abide by the laws of the United States. When the MOVE members didn't respond, the police decided to forcibly remove 13 members of the House, which consisted of 8 adults and 5 children. There was an armed standoff with police, who lobbed tear gas canisters into the building. The MOVE members fired at them, and a gunfight with semi-automatic and automatic firearms ensued. Police used more than 10,000 rounds of ammunition before Commissioner Sambor ordered that the compound be bombed. From a Pennsylvania State Police helicopter, Philly Police Department Lieutenant Frank Powell proceeded to drop two one-pound bombs, which the police referred to as entry devices, uh, made of FBI-supplied Tovex, a dynamite substitute targeting a fortified bunker-like cubicle on the roof of the house. Uh, the ensuing fire killed 11 people in the house. John Africa, five other adults, and five children aged 7 to 14. The fire spread and eventually destroyed approximately 65 nearby houses. After the fire broke out, firefighters were held back, and the high-powered water cannons at their disposal, called squirts, weren't turned on until an hour and a half after the bomb was dropped. Therefore, the fires were deliberately left to burn. Mayor Good later testified in 1996 that he had ordered the fire to be put out only after the bunker had burned. Sambor said he received the order, but the fire commissioner testified that he didn't receive the order. Ramona Africa, one of the two move survivors from the house, said that the police fired at those trying to escape. So, uh, that's a good example of, of, uh, Police brutality, huh? It, it ain't nothing new. That's just kind of a, a crazy event that most people don't know happened. Um, so a little bit of a American history for you there. 
the move bombings of May 13th, 1985, perpetrated by the Philadelphia Police Department. Pretty fucked up. Um, sounds like it was crazy shit was going down, though. There's no justification to burn down the entire neighborhood, though. I mean, think about it. Everybody who lived there lost their homes, lost everything they owned and had in the home. Who knows what kind of things, you know, if they had money or just whatever stuff of sentimental value, cars, photos, whatever. It was all gone, and uh, the government decided to burn that down, so... That sucks. In other news, the crypto market kind of taking a shit on us, which sucks. Um, It was doing real good, real strong. And then uh, Tesla or Elon Musk announced that he wasn't going to be accepting Bitcoin for Tesla purchases anymore. And then apparently Vitalik Buterin, the guy who invented Ethereum and who, who owns like the most Ethereum of anyone, uh, he sold all his fucking, sold all his, sold a bunch of Ethereum, like 13,000 Ethereum, which is a lot of money, and uh, sold a bunch of some other coin, and I, people are blaming that for uh, what's happening right now in the market and the huge dumps that are taking place. But, I mean, the price of a Bitcoin or an Ethereum or or a lot of these things is so outrageous right now. I mean, Ethereum got up to like 4,300 bucks, 4,350 or something, and right now it's sitting at 3679. Bitcoin's at a 48,374. It'd been hovering around like 55 to 57 for quite some time. Um so we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm sure I don't think the bull run is over. I think this is just a little dip, a healthy little dip. And uh things will get back on track here soon. Good buying opportunity if you don't if you don't have anything. Um Yeah, man. I mean, might as well, right? But don't buy the stupid meme coins that 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 are just stupid. See, they're doing all these all these money grabs where basically anyone can create a cryptocurrency coin. Anyone can create a coin. It's it's really not that hard. And then someone will make a coin, and then they'll pay influencers like YouTube influencers, people on Instagram, whatever, TikTok. And then, they, so the guy who invents the coin has all the fucking coins. He, he, he owns them all, pretty much. Well, he owns a, a large majority of them. And then when everybody else buys them, and then the price shoots up, because all these influencers have, have told these people who don't know anything about investing or about cryptocurrency or in, you know anything like that, they're just trying to get rich. They see other people making money off it. So everyone rushes in, and then they buy the top, and then the guy with all the coins who who originally orchestrated this whole money grab rug pull is what it's called. Uh, he's the only one who, who ends up making any money. Everyone else gets wrecked. Uh, not to say that people haven't made money, you know, r- regular ordinary people haven't made money like that before, like off of Dogecoin and stuff like that. But it's just be be wary of this type of thing. And don't just go buying shit without like looking at the uh, the chart. And seeing what's going on with that. Because if you look at the chart and that shit looks like a, you know, it just goes straight up. Then you you should know that's probably not a good time to buy your buy your coin there. Uh, but, I don't know. Those are the people who treat it like gambling. You got to be a little smarter than that, you know? Anyways, let's listen to, uh, let's get a little Stevie Wonder in our lives. And we'll feel a little better about today, huh?
Stevie Wonder, folks. Happy 71st. I'm fading you out, bro. He feels it all over. He doesn't see it, but he feels it. Good old Stevie Wonder, man. What an incredible musician. I love it. That's just a good... If you want to feel good, just listen to some Stevie Wonder, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. I got some more hip-hop coming for you, though, in a little bit. Got to show you this new uh, stuff from the new Zarface album. Really sick, dude. They came out... With a new album with MF Doom. Rest in peace, MF Doom. Apparently they were working on an album before he passed away. They planned on um, releasing it last summer. And then the pandemic hit. And then they decided to hold off on it. And then 
obviously MF Doom passed away, and then they just pushed it out more. But it's called Super What? Zarface Super What? And it's really good. And um, I just got my uh, my Zarface artwork and album framed. Costs a lot of fucking money. I don't know if you guys have been to a real frame shop. But man, those guys make a lot of money doing frames. Uh, but it looks super nice and um, it's really sick. I I won, I won the Zarface original artwork from from the first Zarface album from 2013, and it's signed by Zar. It's signed by Esoteric, Inspected Deck, and Seven L, and Lamore Supreme, who did all the artwork. And um, I was looking at it yesterday because it. I got it right here on the wall in front of me, and it's really cool. And um, it's like the original, like drawing that he did. It's not even colorized yet, so it was, it was like the um, the test drawing, I guess. I don't know before they even painted it, and it's from the first album. For some reason, I thought it was from the album that he that came out when he did this little contest or whatever. But it's actually the original one from like when they first formed the group. So this shit is priceless, man. And uh, I'm just proud of that. So shout out to Esoteric from Zarface because he let me win. It's the first time I ever won anything. Uh, Like a drawing or whatever. Anyways, I went on a uh, nice hike the other day. I went to up by Echo Lakes which is by South Lake Tahoe, Nevada, or California, rather, up there off Highway 50, just a beautiful, beautiful area, and hiked like 10 or 11 miles, and it was beautiful, it's just so, such a wonderful time of year to get outside and do stuff, uh, the, all the snow's kind of melting, there's still a good amount of snow, but it's melting, because it's so hot. That's that's what happens when it gets hot. Snow melts. And uh, so the, the trail was like a river almost. It was like a little creek of a uh, little bubbling brook that we're walking up. And it was beautiful. I'm, I'm going to post something uh, on my Instagram here in a little bit. And you can see for yourself just how fantastic it was. So go outside and enjoy. Enjoy life. Go on a little walk. You really got to do it. It's like really good for you. But I was sore, man. It was like, I looked at my phone, because your phone is always tracking you. Even if it's off, it's tracking your steps and where you're going and all that stuff. And uh, I took 21,000 steps, over 21,000 that day, which was a lot. My feet were hurting. And plus, I was wearing these shoes. They're like these minimalist shoes. Uh, So uh, who makes them? They're like Vibram or some shit. Not they're not the toe shoes. I haven't gotten there yet, but they're they're very minimalist. So you you're working out way more muscles in your legs and and your like calves and your feet and your ankles stuff that normally doesn't get worked out if you're wearing regular shoes or like Vans or something, which is what I normally wear like skate shoes. Um, so like my feet were hurting, man. So I did a little detox bath too. Those are important. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on some game right here, What you got to do for the detox bath. You take some Epsom salt, like a cup of Epsom salt. You can even get like the flavored stuff with a little bit of maybe citrus, a little bit of eucalyptus if you want a scent in there. Makes it smell all nice. 
Uh, and then here's what you got to do. This is what makes it, ex- you know, like extreme, powerful shit. You got to put some baking soda in there, like a, like a quarter cup of baking soda. You know, it doesn't have to be precise. This isn't, you know, this isn't breaking bad. You're not making meth. And uh, so Epsom salts, you know, like a cup of Epsom salt, like a quarter cup of uh, baking soda, just regular arm and hammer. And then a quarter cup of borax. Uh, Mule Team Borax is what it's called. You can find it. It's like something people use for laundry. Um, But the idea is that you create this alkaline environment in uh, in the water, and it draws out these toxins from your body, and it makes you feel really good. You know, you do it before bed or something, and... uh, and yeah, it it gets all this bad stuff out of your body. I, the I originally found out about it by um, doing research into the chemtrail thing. It's it's a way to get heavy metals out of your body. People have even reported pulling out those little morgellon fibers out of themselves too, which is some really nasty, weird shit. That's actually inside of everybody, but only some people exhibit physical symptoms. Uh, so yeah, the these. These detox baths are really helpful, and especially now considering all of the just gross stuff that we're exposed to, the the poisonous food that we're forced to eat, and uh, just what's happening to our environment and the stuff they're spraying on us and putting in our water. Who knows what's really going on? So it's important to keep your body uh, as clean as possible and, and just clean it up. You know, you'll feel a lot better. These detox baths are are important. So I would recommend it. Uh, another thing about the chemtrails, like, I don't know. They're, it's not like they're happening anymore or any less. It's always going on. It just will never cease to blow my mind how people can still deny it or, or insult you for pointing it out and say that, you know, this it doesn't happen or something. <laughs> When it so obviously does happen, like every day you can look up in the sky and see it happening in real time. You see like some days there will be fucking 50 planes at once, just one after another, crisscrossing the sky and um, just taking it over, like turning a regular blue day into a completely overcast cloudy day with with these weird clouds, though. They're not like the traditional puffy, fluffy clouds that uh, used to be normal before my lifetime, really. Maybe when I was like a little, little kid, you still have real clouds. But nowadays, it's it's pretty much all this chemtrail stuff. And even if you do see a regular cloud, it probably started out as a chemtrail before it blew into your neighborhood. It's just the way it works. You can call me crazy or whatever, but that's what I think. Um, there's ways to make clouds even with fucking like plasma energy just with these energy beams that they have the weather manipulation technology that exists is so far advanced and i think it's way more all-encompassing than than people would even begin to believe think about it, they can't even notice that what's happening right in front of their faces it's amazing and i was thinking about this the other day how you have all these people who are in fear for their lives about this invisible virus that we're told is really deadly, but it really only exists in the media. And you don't even know that you have it until you go and get tested for it. And you don't even exhibit any symptoms. You don't feel sick. But 
you get this PCR test, which which is completely fraudulent. It, the guy who invented it, Kerry Mullis, said that it shouldn't be used as a diagnostic test because you can test positive for anything according to the cycle threshold that you that you put the test at, the more cycles, the more likely you are to come up positive for whatever disease they say they're searching for. Uh, so you, you have this pandemic, this supposed pandemic that's like, fuck, it's the nicest pandemic in the world. I mean, I don't know anyone that's died from it. My grandma died from the vaccine, but that's a whole other story. You don't see people falling over dead in the street. It's not like the fucking bubonic plague or the Spanish flu where you actually saw an effect in in like a day-to-day life. Maybe you'll talk to someone that's like, oh, so-and-so I know or was related to died of COVID. But even when that happens, you got a question. You're like, okay, was he just marked as a COVID death? Did he have some other fucking shit going on? I don't know. Not saying that people aren't dying from this. I don't really know. But, you know, maybe they are. And uh, they probably are. But it's not as bad as it's made out to seem. And... And yet people are restructuring their whole entire lives for this invisible virus whose effects really aren't 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 very uh blatant at the moment. They're they're not immediate. Uh but at the same time, you have every day these fucking planes coming over, flying over your house, spraying God knows what, taking over the entire fucking sky, turning blue days into hazy gray gross fucking days and then everyone gets in a bad fucking mood but nobody notices that nobody even considers that to be an issue in fact once you point it out to them they fucking insult you and they hate you they they insult your intelligence and uh they just think you're crazy this is how how effective the mind control and the brainwashing is in this society that we live in it's it's fucking frightening (laughs) when you really think about it um it's just mind-blowing. It's absolutely mind-blowing. You have uh, these people wearing these masks so they so they don't breathe in this imaginary virus or whatever it is, this, this supposed pathogen that's so, uh, so destructive. And yet every day, almost every day, you see these fucking airplanes come over our, come over our fucking houses and spray us with God knows what. And that's a non-issue. And people literally cannot see it they don't even perceive it and if you do point it out to them they justify it in some way and they just say oh no those are just contrails or that's normal or why would they do that and like they have they have a million excuses as if as if they work for the government or something like like they're homies with the fucking air force or some shit you know the guy's spraying this stuff like they're trying to back them up it will just never make sense to me. And and the deeper we get into this COVID bullshit, the more mind-blowing this becomes to me because I just, I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck they're spraying on us. I mean, yeah, people have done tests and, and there's a whole plethora of things, but it's they could change it any day. Who knows, man? I, I saw an interview the other day. It was an old interview with Donald Rumsfeld who who was like, Worked for the Bush administration, high up military guy. And he was talking about how they wanted to like spray neighborhoods with fucking, man, what was it called, dude? It's some like anth- Prozac. They wanted to spray Prozac out of airplanes to like pacify the terrorists. And 
man, how do we know they're not doing that to us right now? And how how would we know if there's because I do notice a difference when the day goes from like you wake up kind of nice in the morning, nice blue skies. And keep in mind, I live in Nevada, in the high desert of Nevada, and we're supposed to get 300 sunny blue days a year because we live in a high pressure system, which uh, it should be predominated, predominated by blue skies. Uh, clouds form in low pressure systems. We live in a high pressure system, or at least I do. And um, so it should be a majority of the time it should be blue skies. But that's not the case anymore. The planes come through, they spray the fucking sky, and then it turns into this overcast, hazy hue of, of this weird stuff that they're spraying. And of course it falls down. What goes up must come down. It's just gravity. Uh, so we're breathing this in. And I notice a different in pe- a difference in people's attitudes and even my own when when this type of stuff takes place and when it's heavy spray days, I see a difference in people's attitudes and keep an eye out for this and um, and let me know what you see in your own life when when you if you're watching the sky and you're you're kind of paying attention to this stuff. Let me know what experiences you have. You can email me or DM me. Email me at homage25 at yahoo.com or uh, DM me on Instagram or whatever, dude. Just hit me up because I'm curious. I want to see uh, what's going on with you guys in your lives and, um, you know, fill me in because I'm interested in that. Uh, anyways, I'm going to play some. I'm going to play something off of this new, uh, the new Zarface album, Super What. Check it out. Rest okay. in peace, MF Doom. Okay. 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 Soul surviving, dude so conniving, never stop driving. They pussy like I Hi, don't let them sit behind you when you're driving. Might even think you're talking about them when you're rhyming. Or to keep this toolie in the lining. Or to thank the good Lord that you ain't the type to line them. Ain't nobody in business. Why they always spying? Type of citizens find nothing, get to lying. Turn the world against you, even your men's buying. It's a dirty game, getting hectic, real tiring. Top it off, now they playing victim in the violin. Dripping the color envy, more greener than Ireland. Surrounded by snakes, more meaner than the lion's den. You're talking too much. I can't remember why I went. Got you feeling guilty, Jedi tricks on the mind again. They can eat a dick with chips, hit a Heineken. Action, action. As I continue where we left off. As I continue where we left off. Action, as I continue where we left off. The rebel, the villain, the rebel, the villain. People saying Zaw like ASMR, the cold crush on my beat. we rock the cast bar. ES, back at him. Savage like Black Adam. Fast track in the back and forth to blast at him. You ain't worthy, so you don't get no reply. But keep an open eye, we kick it like Cobra Kai. And we the crew leading. I wouldn't remotely care about you, even if we in a Zoom meeting. Let's be honest, yo, these rappers just a boring mess. Actors ought to thank the Hollywood for the press. You be slap up obnoxious kids. Take them out on tape like I'm boxing fits. Lay them out like a floor plan. Sick of playing optimistic like I'm in Tom York's band. You lost your mystique and leaked on 4chan for your four fans. You're Oregon, no Portland. Action. As I continue where we left off. As I continue where we left off. Action. As I continue where we left off. I give you credit for giving it trouble. Last name Lannister, call me King Slayer. None this ill since Kareem was a Laker. Feel that love? Yeah, that's the dream of a hater. I'm skating the equator, last seen in Jamaica 
Frontin' like the girl, them sugar Rude boy, them I call inspector Got them under pressure, no gas, word the Tesla You find the painkillers, top drawer in the dresser Back with the force, y'all Bojack Horseman All that talking, you know that cost em. High price to pay like you shopped at Nordstrom Deck narcoleptic, I black out often Salute me as a true king What up with you, king? I've been doing this since Sinead had a crew thing Another mood swing, touching up your boot thing Zarface, Wu-Tang, MF Doom Gang It's, it's, it's basically, it's all cuts, cuts, cuts stuff. Woo! So that one was called, what the heck was that called? Uh, that was called Breaking the Action off of Zarface's new album, Super What? Pretty sick album, dude. You know, Inspected Deck is one of my favorite lyricists of all time. He just has a cool, like, really cool delivery, very clever rhymes, like... I'm into it, man. I think it's fucking dope. Esoteric 2, MF Doom, I mean, shit. And then 7L's production is just, like, so nuts, dude. I I love how they use these little things off of, like, old TV shows and cartoons to, like, fill in for the words they're going to say and stuff. And just, like, the they use them as the ad-libs and whatnot. It's just very fun. It's a really fun... Really fun album, and it's a fun group, and cool, just real hip-hop. I love that shit. And I'm going to play something else off of that, too, here in a little bit. But before then, uh, what could we talk about? You might be noticing on social media a lot of people bagging on uh, all the people who don't want to (laughs) work. Unemployment's just giving people a bunch of money, and people are just choosing not to work. Everywhere's hiring. Nobody wants a job. Fuck that. Everyone just wants to stay home. It's pretty funny. I mean, what do you expect, dude? Look at the fucking times we're living in. You think people want to work? Especially when they make everything so unenjoyable and so fucking shitty. Paying you seven bucks an hour to fucking get harassed by these assholes at fucking McDonald's. You think people want to do that shit when they could stay home and get 700 bucks a week? No. But uh, people are hating. It's another thing that's creating division. And uh, it's it's an interesting thing to, to take note of. Um, yeah, everywhere is hiring, though. People are really short-staffed. But when the government makes it so fucking annoying to do anything, it's like you're forced to wear a mask all day. People don't like that. People don't like that. And you can make more money not wearing a mask, sitting at home, doing things you enjoy. Ah, but it's really frowned upon in our capitalist society, our go-getter society, to uh, to not work. Um, unless you're retired. Unless you worked your whole entire life and somehow managed not to die, and you make it to be 70 or 68 or whatever, uh, then you can sit home for a couple days and just chill until you die. But once you start doing that, you gotta go get your vaccine, and then they fucking kill you with your vaccine. You don't think it's coming? I know somebody that happened to. I don't know. Um, So, be on the lookout for that. You know, maybe if you don't have a job, make something up. Be like, nah, I fucking, uh, I do this or that. You know, whatever. Of course, the big news that's been going on the last couple days is uh, what's happening over there in Israel and Palestine. I, I don't know. Where do you begin? It's a fucking atrocious, man. 
It's a fucking war zone. Uh, it sucks. You know, Israel. Where where do you start? These guys have been beefing for thousands of years. It's a very sought after piece of land. The guys just after World War II, the United Nations just said, "Hey, hey, Palestinians, you guys gotta get the fuck out of here. We're giving this to the Jewish people. They just got killed in the Holocaust, so now they get it." Uh, and if you go into that, like what really went down with that, and um, the the forces who were behind it, the people really pulling the strings. It's all part of this big grand plan, this world domination plan, the divide and conquer plan, because they knew what type of hostilities this would create. These are traditionally two groups of people who do not get along. They view shit differently. And, uh, you know, we have America and the United Kingdom who supplies Israel with just billions and billions and billions of dollars and all types of crazy weapons and and uh you know they 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 kill these fucking guys all the time in in Palestine and Palestine you know they're fighting back it's not like they're um completely innocent they're launching rockets into Israel Israel's just got way better rockets that they're launching into Gaza killing a bunch of kids and it's just it's fucking atrocious man and what's crazy that's happening down there is like you have Israel, like these Israeli people just rolling up and stealing fucking houses from people, walking into some Palestinian's house and taking it from them and just like occupying it. Uh, it's it's crazy. So I'm going to give you two different articles here. So bear with me while I try to read this. Um, it's going to one of them is going to be from like a mainstream news outlet. And then the other one is going to be from like an independent news outlet, Activist Post. And the other one is going to be from CBS, you know, it's the fucking CIA broadcasting service uh, with the Illuminati eye logo. So we'll just note the differences in the explanations here. And these are both from today and uh, two different explanations. And you take take from it what you will if you want to listen to me stumble over words and at, on this tiny little screen. I got to zoom in. Okie dokie. So as you know. Uh, this has been happening for a few days now. Apparently, this is day four. I saw a video. This is sorry. This isn't in the article. Just I want to give you my background. There's this video on Twitter of Israel fucking launching. It's actually a flyover. It's an airstrike. So they fly through with these crazy ass airplanes that America gave them, and uh, they just blow up this apartment building, like like a thirteen or thirty story fucking apartment building full of regular citizens and uh blow the whole shit to the ground just boom done gone it's uh it's insane um it's absolutely atrocious that this that this takes place in fucking 2021 look where we're at as humanity this we live in a sick world and the people running the show the governments are the sickest most fucking bloodthirsty motherfuckers on the planet they're psychopaths that's what they are. And it's crazy how anyone could justify any of that shit, especially when we live in such a time where everything's got to be so PC and everyone's got to be so woke and so fucking considerate of everyone, you know? But but if Israelis want to murder a bunch of people in Gaza, that's cool. Like we we turn the other turn the other cheek when that happens. So, just something to keep in mind. I don't know. 
I don't know. Apparently, they gave them 90 minutes notice. <laughs> I read that in, like, a comment. I don't know how true it is. They're like, oh, it's okay. They told them they were going to do it. It's like, holy fuck. Somebody told me they were going to blow my house up in an hour and a half. I'd be fucking pissed. And they blew up, like, hundreds of people's houses. Ah, so shit's getting real out there. You know, prayers go out to these people. It's just, could you imagine living like that? What a fucking crazy world. Okay, so I'm going to read these articles. So this is from CBS. It says, religious violence spreads across Israel as death toll from Gaza airstrikes mounts. Uh, This is from Batyam, Israel. Religious violence, unlike anything seen in decades, has spread across Israel. CBS News correspondent Imtiaz Tayeb reports that Jewish and Arab neighbors who've lived side by side for generations have started to turn on each other. On Wednesday night, an Arab-Israeli man was pulled from his car in the Tel Aviv suburb of Bat Yam and beaten unconscious by dozens of far-right Jewish Israelis. The brutal attack, labeled a lynching by Israeli media, was broadcast live on TV. It was condemned by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and the country's chief rabbi. I think this is different from anything I've seen, and I've been living here for 24 years, Tel Aviv resident Dalia Shendlin told CBS. I just want to point out that we're all Israelis, so Jews, Arabs, we're all Israelis. Images of a horrifyingly similar scene were posted on social media from Acre in northern Israel showing a Jewish-Israeli man allegedly being attacked by a group of young Palestinian Arabs. Uh, we had a nightmare of a night, a real riot by hundreds of Arab youths, said Abraham Sagrin, the rabbi of a nearby synagogue. They came in masses, torched car after car, trash bins, broke windows, and it was really dangerous to leave the house. People, homes, businesses, and places of worship have all been targeted. Targeted. Uh, just a few days ago, the violence sweeping across towns and cities with mixed populations of Jews and Arabs was unthinkable. But the fear now across the region is that there may be much more to come. The nightmare is being felt nowhere more acutely than in the Gaza Strip, the tiny, densely populated Palestinian territory controlled by the Hamas group has been pummeled by Israeli airstrikes for four days. The strikes are wreaking havoc, while Hamas military wing, Hamas's military wing and other Palestinian groups continue to fire rockets at Israel. More than a thousand were let loose on Wednesday night alone. Uh, now, Israel's got that, that, um, that like, fucking fence, dude, where they, they, they have this anti-missile thing. It's really crazy to watch. So they're f- firing all these missiles, and then Israel's missiles are coming up and intercepting them, but some of them get through. Uh, since Monday, more than 80 Palestinians have been killed, including 17 children, according to the Gaza Health Ministry. Israel says many of those killed have been Palestinian militants. Of course they would say that, right? They don't want to say they're killing fucking little kids, like they are. Seven Israelis have died so far in the tit-for-tat war, including one soldier. Israel's military said two infantry units and an armored unit had been sent to the Gaza border and that plans for a theoretical ground incursion had been prepared and could be submitted to military chiefs for consideration as soon as Thursday. Any such invasion would require approval by Netanyahu's government and mark a hugely controversial escalation in the conflict. Uh, It's so long. All right, I'm almost done with it. 
Uh, Israel's military, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but with mounting calls by the U.S. and other countries to set back from cross-border hostilities, it was the widespread civil unrest inside Israel causing the most immediate concern across the region, stoking fears that the decades-old Israeli-Palestinian conflict could be heading into new, deeply dangerous territory. There was, however, merciful calm on Thursday morning at one flashpoint in particular, the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem's old city where the latest round of violence began. Thousands of Muslims offered Eid prayers there on Thursday, marking the end of the holy month of Ramadan. There were no reports of violence, but the normally joyous celebration was undeniably on edge. A threat to air travel. There was yet another warning sign on Thursday that the tension and the violence could get worse before it gets better. Hamas's armed wing in Gaza warned that civilian flights in and out of Israel should be halted because they could be hit by the group's rockets. We call on international airlines to stop their flights to Israel, a spokesman for the Al-Qassam Brigade said in a statement. Uh, We tell the enemy that all your airports and every point from north to south Palestine are within range of our missiles. So, boom, they're they're fucking shooting missiles at each other. I'll post this article if you want to read it. I mean, it doesn't really get too in-depth, as you can see. It's just saying they're killing each other. doesn't say why. doesn't say fucking anything. Uh, so that was CBS's take on the point. Now, let's look and see what these other guys are saying. Um on activist posts. This this is entitled Five Massively Five Massively Deceptive Headlines by Mainstream Media to Cover Up Israeli Killing Children Israel Killing Children in Gaza. This is by Matt Agarist. It says if you take in all of your information from mainstream media sources You likely think that Palestinians are a terrorist organization who carry out acts of unprovoked violence against the innocent state of Israel. But to those who think for themselves and seek out objective information on Israeli and Palestinian relations, it is far more complex. Complex. (laughs) It's also heavily one-sided. It's no secret that the U.S. government is in bed with the Israeli government. In foreign aid alone, $10.5 million of your tax dollars flow into Israel every single day. $10.5 million a day. Some states have even passed laws that define the criticism of Israel as anti-Semitism. Calling out the crimes of the Israeli government is not anti-Semitic. It is pro-free speech. Criticizing the Israeli government, as well as any other government is the right and duty of all free humanity. Just as TFTP advocates for the freedom of Americans, we advocate for the freedom of Israelis and the Palestinians. Only through discussion and peaceful criticism will peace ever be achieved. Nevertheless, the U.S. mainstream media has made it their mission to whitewash, downplay, distort, and completely lie about the crimes perpetuated on the Palestinian people of Israel. Despite what the blowhards in the mainstream media say, the atrocities carried out by Israeli authorities amount to crimes against humanity of apartheid and persecution. In fact, Human Rights Watch released a report last month saying exactly that. Prominent voices have warned for years that apartheid lurks just around the corner if the trajectory of of Israel's rule over Palestinians doesn't change, said Kenneth Roth, executive director of Human Rights Watch. 
This detailed study shows that Israeli authorities have already turned that corner and today are committing crimes against humanity of apartheid and persecution. According to Human Rights Watch, the 1973 International Convention on the Suppression and Punishment of the Crime of Apartheid and the 1998 Rome Statute to the International Criminal Court define apartheid as a crime against humanity consisting of three primary elements. Number one, an intent to maintain domination by one racial group over the other. Number two, a context of systematic oppression by the dominant group over the marginalized group. And number three, inhumane acts. In the last week alone, all of these elements have been evident. But if you watch the Western media, however, you would think the Israeli government is the victim. Alan MacLeod, a senior staff writer at Mint Press News, compiled a few of the recent headlines pushed by the mainstream media that clearly illustrate not only a bias, but a campaign of lies and disinformation. We picked five glaring examples to illustrate this point. One of the most insidious headlines was put out by the New York Post, who flat out lied to their readers by replacing Israel with Hamas militants. Uh, and it shows a tweet from the New York Post that says, Airstrikes from Hamas militants kill 20 in Israel, including nine kids. And it has a picture of an explosion. Uh, if you read the headline above, you'd think that Hamas killed 20 Israelis, and they also have planes with which to launch airstrikes. But neither are true. It was Israel who launched an airstrike in Gaza, and it was Israel who killed 20 people, including nine innocent children. But the Post has not issued a correction. So just blatant, blatant fucking lying. Uh, notice how the ostensibly objective Associated Press gets in on the action as well as spins the information to make Israel appear as the victim, as MacLeod points out. Palestinian rockets kill two Israelis, but 26 Gazans simply die under mysterious circumstances. Nice switching between active and passive voice. Also, kudos for leading with two Israeli deaths, which suggests there are more and important and uh, newsworthy than 26 Palestinian deaths. So two, two Israeli dies, two Israeli people die, that's much more important than the 26 uh, Palestinians. Here's another headline that says, oh, and this is what it says. This is from the Associated Press. The headline is just what it said. Rockets kill two Israelis and uh, 26 die in Gaza as Israel hits Hamas. Hmm. Uh, Reuters joined in on the whitewashing as well by spinning the current turmoil as if Palestinian people aren't being ethnically cleansed in an Israeli apartheid. A country with no military vehicles or planes cannot trade blows with the massive might of the IDF, who is supported by the likes of Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, and Boeing, which are all American companies. Uh, Hamas and Israel trade blows as Jerusalem unrest ignites in Gaza. So it's basically insinuating that it's a fair fight, when of course it isn't. The fucking Israel, $10.5 million a day by the fucking United States. Um, CBS propagandist Tucker Reels attempted to claim in a headline this week that deaths are mounting on both sides, but the rockets launched in an act of self-defense at Israel have only killed two people, while the airstrikes from Israel have killed dozens of Palestinians, including innocent children. And uh, this is Tucker Reels' headline. It says, Israel to ramp up deadly airstrikes on Gaza as rockets rain down and deaths mount on both sides. So once again, insinuating that it's a fair fight. Uh, for the fifth example, there are multiple outlets all running with the narrative that Israel is responding to Hamas rocket fire. 
As Mac Liad points out, the Israeli government as a policy always tries to present, present itself as responding or reacting and not the initiator. And the mainstream media helps to push that narrative for him. Uh, for those who may be unaware, Israel is not responding to the rockets. The rockets were a response to an unprovoked attack carried out by the IDF on innocent civilians as they celebrated Ramadan. Now, Ramadan is like one of the most, if not the most, uh, important holiday for, for Muslims. So that's, that's pretty big to f- attack them on Ramadan. Uh, it says Israel, this is from Alan MacLeod, who, uh, the guy who's criticizing the mainstream media and their bullshit. He says, Israel is not responding to attacks. It carried out an unprovoked one against civilians celebrating Ramadan. Also note the use of the passive voice, 20 dead, not Israel kills 20. Uh, and it's horrible. And he's just saying it's horrible reporting. So, yeah, they say 20 dead in Gaza, like as if, you know, they, who knows, did they die of COVID? I don't know. No, nah, they died from a fucking rocket. Uh, the Israeli government, as a policy, always tries to present itself as responding, reacting, and not the initiator. So, there you have it. The arbiters of truth, the fact checkers, the mainstream media who can do no wrong, are blatantly misleading their readers to cover up the crimes against humanity being carried out by the government of Israel against the Palestinian people. Uh... They have no credibility but demand every bit of it. Ain't that the truth? So, yeah, if you if you watch the news, I mean, you know, whatever, dude. If you listen to any of the mainstream shit, they'll say that Israel is always the victim. And it's not like every everybody in Israel is bad or whatever. Or everyone in Palestine is a terrorist. It's never that simple. But there's, there's always more going on to it. And, uh... It's just fucked up. Could you imagine living there? I don't know. I just don't know. What can you do? What can you do? I'm going to play another song here, though. I could do that. If I learn how to use this computer. Let's see. Um. So, I mean... What's there to say about that? What's going to happen? I mean, what do you think the outcome of this will be? It can't be anything good. It, neither side is going to give up. Israel is is far more heavily armed than Hamas is. I mean, they, they don't even got... They have such a small little area of land, the Gaza Strip. They can't even... They don't got no planes. They don't got nothing, dude. They got a couple little rockets, but which do nothing in comparison to the Israeli airstrikes, you know, the the Israelis can just fly over in their fighter jets and uh, bomb whatever they see fit. They could blow the whole place off the map today if they wanted to. And uh, if they did, everyone would be stoked about it, right? It would be just not a big deal. Anyways, I'm uh, I'm gonna play some more shit. You know, try lighten the mood here. More Czar face right here, Mondo Calrissian. Previously on Czar Force. Yeah, man. Like, I ordered two tacos, man. They gave me three, man. Right, right. Super, super. Let's see how he likes this dose of... It's Carnival Row out here, man. Darkface a été aperçu sur notre radar, volant au-dessus des nuages. Now, 
When the ribs touchin', you can get your crib rusted. The kid frontin' like he did something. Wig crushing, the gleam got the pigs lustin'. You a bozo, clown, this ain't a kid function. I'm big lunchin', your lips bumpin'. So deadly with the crab, got me duckin'. The witch huntin', my fit stuntin'. Your chicks in the whip crushin'. They fist bumpin', they been lovin'. Your big cousin is natural element. Rational, irrelevant. What he lacked in sentiment was stashed in the tenement. It sounds brash, so eminent you can hear death. Alas, cheap cologne, cold swine, and beer breath. New in there, fresh, laugh, stare, yes. Severe test pass. Next corner, veer left. Mass toll. New York City, mad cold. Whooping like a man stole. Scrapped in a manhole. Damn, yo. Yeah, used to go Rambo. Now I don't start a fight. Freeze him as Arbonite, Mando. Even when the man's low, commando. Space night that'll write Bill Manlo. Anthro. Typology of Curly Lambo. Y'all use keys, I use a pen to make a panko. Y'all new low, selling $50 features. My new low, white and blue to match my sneakers. I get loose, swear on my name like Shih Tzu's. Flip truth like Cliff Booth when he whipped Bruce. Sawface. Here, on the computer. Boom shakalaka. There you have it. Another uh another nice little Zarface jingle for you. Rest in peace to MF Doom. Gone too soon. But lived a long well, kind of long life, a long hip hop life. He's been he been making music since the eighties, man. Late eighties. Almost uh thirty years, you know? Over thirty years, pretty crazy. So something else that's been going on lately is uh, just the housing market's insane. The price of wood is insane. Very expensive. It's It's gone up by, what, you know, 375%. That's a lot. And uh, I, I can't help but thinking about the Agenda 21 plan and... Uh, which is the plan for the 21st century. This is a 100-year plan, and the people who really are running the show, this is how far out they plan things in advance. Um, They plan for shit when they're not even going to be here. You know, after they're dead and gone, their descendants are going to be the ones carrying out these plans, but they still, they plan things out over centuries. And uh, uh, point being, like the... um, the creation of Israel, you know, the creation of the League of Nations, the creation of the United Nations. It's all this same group. The creation of America, for that fucking matter. Um, it, I think it's all part of this group pulling the strings from behind the scenes. And one of the 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 big things with Agenda 21, in addition to nobody being able to drive, which I have an article about that too, which I'll, I'll briefly read from. Um, is is people not really having their own property and not having their own land or their own homes. So if if lumber is so expensive that nobody could afford to build a house or even to buy a house because it's so expensive, 
um, everyone has to live in these these multifamily homes, these big apartments, like projects, basically. And uh, it would suck, you know. But that's part of the Agenda 21 plan is no private property. Everyone does, does like ride sharing, whatever. You're being tracked all the time. And uh, everyone lives in this little box in these uh, these population center zones. And the rest of the world is like just off limits, really. Or you can go visit it maybe sometimes. But everyone is forced into these super cities and uh, that's that. So we're seeing it now with COVID. Um, how many more people have decided to move? Well, I guess it's different. With COVID, people are moving out of the cities. Because it's so fucking expensive and it just sucks in there. It's just crazy. Now they're moving into my city. and Making the housing prices go up here. So there's nothing available. Like if you want to get your own, if you want to get a spot around here... Good fucking luck. As soon as someone puts a house on the market, it's sold within like a day or two. So cool time to be a real estate agent. I mean, you got to be pretty fucking stupid not to be able to sell a house as a real estate agent right now. Uh, But to be a buyer or somebody who's in need of a house, it's just it's madness, man. Absolute madness Uh, to to. Build upon that, like the Agenda 21 thing where uh, just what we're looking at in the future, there's this other article off the activist post that says, the dystopian future in which almost no one owns a car. And uh, says, by this point, readers are more than familiar with the previously unthinkable infringements on our traditional rights and liberties due to health and safety lockdowns that the state inflicted upon us over the last year. While thankfully more and more restrictions are being lifted, it's important not to forget the period of veritable universal house arrest that was enacted in many states in which even the freedom to go for a drive was denied to us. It unfortunately seems inevitable that we will face such scenarios again when a convenient excuse comes along uh, this this fall, I'm, I'm predicting. Though I fear that the next time will be even worse thanks to the advent of self-driving cars. Self-driving cars seem like a truly amazing advancement in human technology. As someone who's not particularly fond of driving, I once followed their development with great interest and hopeful anticipation. However, the advent of lockdowns as an acceptable government policy has shown just a taste of the kind of dangers that would come with the widespread adoption. While they would liberate us from many of the dangers of the road and free up time uh, in which to work and enjoy ourselves on a ride... The price of this liberation is actually an unprecedented level of government control. Some advocates of self-driving cars argue that their adoption would mean that very few people would actually own a vehicle and that instead everyone would basically Uber everywhere. Uber. Uber everywhere. Oftentimes such predictions are espoused by people who lament how evil American prosperity is and cringe at the thought of our our car culture's carbon footprint. Uh, it's not difficult to see how this could go very wrong. Can you imagine how much worse government lockdowns would have been at the height last year if the state merely needed to apply pressure to Uber-like ride services to seek the general operation uh, to stop people from moving? So ride services would almost certainly be forced to require government-issued documents in order to book a ride in such a scenario, leaving the vast majority of the population completely stranded and unable to go anywhere. So 
Exactly, man. I was just thinking about this. Like, when we're getting to that point where it's going to be all autonomous vehicles, all electric vehicles, and uh, once they do their lockdown, once the government says you can't leave, you really can't fucking leave. Can't get a ride anywhere. Unless, like like this guy said in the article, you got your special papers and you're part of the government or you're doing some fucking job for them or whatever. Uh, that's where they want to take things. And everyone who who sees Elon Musk as this fucking god who's going to save the world, you guys are so fucking stupid. You really don't know what's going on at all. Uh, it says, fortunately, there's many reasons to believe that without massive government intervention... America is not, not likely to willingly let go of its deeply ingrained car culture in favor of ubiquitous Ubering. However, even if people do own their self-driving cars, the danger remains. Tesla is a case in point. Unlike a traditional car that drives off the lot and disappears into traffic, Tesla cars are perpetually connected to the internet and Tesla itself. As the pioneer in self-driving cars... It seems likely that other manufacturers will also build around Tesla's concept, which is itself similar to numerous other smart appliances. Uh, Smart appliance trends and everything from house lighting to fridges to ovens to washing machines, blah, blah, blah. While this connectivity has great uses, such as allowing repairs to be completed remotely, the danger is obvious. So saying what I've been saying for for a while now is that um, part of the plan... Nobody has cars. Maybe they do let you get a car, but you have one of these self-driving Tesla electric vehicle bullshit things, uh, in which case they're tracking you everywhere. But hey, what's it matter? Because they're tracking you everywhere because of your phone anyways, and you're probably going to have that on you. Uh, But the point is, like, the government, the cops, I read an article about this, I think, on the last show. They'll have the ability to stop your car, roll down the windows, unlock the doors, um, so you're completely owned. There is no more freedom. Uh, you you just you only go somewhere when when you're allowed to, and that's that's the thing about what's happening right now, and the slippery slope that we are on the precipice of, or maybe maybe we're already sliding down it. Certainly feels like we are. Um, we're just we're just fucking controlled man we're completely owned we live in this fucking open air prison and since covid happened it's really become that much more blatant and the mask thing it's just it's such bullshit and it's gonna go on it's gonna go on and continue as long as people allow it to continue as long as people keep listening and doing whatever they're told that's how long this shit's gonna continue and it's sad because People are so fucking obedient now, especially my generation. They're such fucking pussies. They, they're they afraid to look like a dick. They don't want to be criticized or ridiculed. They can't take any sort of uh, criticism. And uh, they, they won't stand up for what's right because they don't even know what's right. Most, people, most people's parents weren't that fucking good at uh, instilling morals and convictions into their kids. You know, we're raised by the TV, we're raised by our music, and uh, look at look at where it's got us, I guess. Not many people will stand for much. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, and that's what's happening to us. So go get your vaccine, you'll be entered to win a million dollars. And that's all I got for you today. Thanks for listening.
I'll be back soon. If you want to support, uh, buy something from me. Check out my website, homagethelionkiller.com. Throw some money my way. Uh, do whatever you want to do. Bong. I don't have to count this whole ass. Eh? I know. Go ahead, count. Yeah. Hey, come on. No bullshit. French. Yeah. Hey, don't fucking touch me, scumbag. Hey. 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 Yeah. 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 Smack blood and skull fragments out your face Slap stubs at your mother's casket Walking out of a wake Bang Young Pesci fuck will come test me Figure suicide the same way they hung Epstein My bitch bad Look like she just came out of wet dream Punch you in your face Make your head scream Infrared beams We get cream Overdose and stamp the baggie with the dead fiend Coked up like the 86 Mets team How he sold heroin and cocaine fist scale And even though we dead his name It still bring bells It's all crazy Y'all Gucci Fuck truly down Talk to Uzi on me, getting toppy from Susie probably Hey yo, let me get a Lucy Aki Bitches give me brain, super sloppy Posted with the Luga like, who can stop me? Hollow tips to bruise your body My connect speak Yugoslavi Break them bricks in half like you knew karate You thought you shoot a shabby, but I shot your shooter We use his body, this a human pinata at Gucci's party Right in the middle of the cone, ain't out of water Holding the nine, the grimy gets rhyme up My diamond shining, it's grinding I'm in a wire garden, backing up coke from the brick Loading the fifth, lighting up that coconut piff Only a whole nigga dies over a bitch I'll skull fuck that gunther until she choke on my dick These dudes rap about the shit that I live Never came out the crib I sun rappers, dude, you came out my rib Rearrange all your jibs, you collide with the floor I thump your fucking cheekbone out the side of your jaw Amongst the weed smoke clouds and white mountains are raw I depot clowns and dialects that violate the law I speak Indian dope and Bolivian coke Speak fluent Colombian when I'm slitting your throat These dudes will hang themselves, just give them the rope It's fuck your motherfucking life, dude, I'll spit on the poke uh, These dudes tripping off the shit that we wrote from years ago And now we even hellin' them before Motherfucker También tienen algo